Hey, welcome to Behind the Scenes in Tidewater. My name is Josh. My name is Erica. Um, we uh, did a really cool episode today. Uh, if if I, I haven't even given it a title yet, but if it had a title, it'd be our our top secret or top hidden gems of the Tidewater area. Just kind of a bonus episode, a little jam session where we share some of our favorites. And if you hear this, we'd love to hear about yours. Yeah, today was so fun. I had such a good time. And I love that we both had like so different ones, you know, and we didn't when we were coming together with this uh, episode, we did not share beforehand. So we are telling each other, you know, just like the listeners are hearing it for the yeah, first time. Yeah. And of course, I threw a little disclaimer in there about, you know, we didn't we weren't paid by anyone that we promoted or anything like that. It's just you know, if you've never been in the Tidewater area or if you're here and you just don't know about some of these cool places, um, you know, we just want to get the word out about some of these really cool hidden gems. You know, just like if you if you go to somewhere for the, you know, somewhere new for the first time, sometimes the, the locals know about the cool areas that the tourists don't. Yes, yes. Yeah. For sure. So I had a, a wonderful time. So definitely uh, – listen to the episode and stay tuned at the end where we let you know our email address. And if you have any um, show ideas for us, or you have any hidden gems that you want us to add for another show, feel free to do so. Let's go behind the scenes right now. My name is Erica Hinkle. And my name is Joshua Griffin. Thank you for listening to behind the scenes where we go behind the scenes with our Tidewater area businesses, philanthropy, and community involvement. I'm owner of Erica Hinkle Events, LLC, a full-service wedding and event company specializing in floral design and decor. And I own Griffin Air, serving the Middle Peninsula and Northern Neck for all your heating, cooling, and plumbing needs. Let's go behind the scenes right now. Welcome to Behind the Scenes in Tidewater. My name is Josh. My name is Erica. <laughs> I know. I didn't I tell didn't you know I was going to do that. That's funny. Um, and uh, this is our first ever what we would call a bonus episode um, where, you know, we're just going to kind of go back and forth on some ideas. And this episode is going to be titled, I guess we could just call it the secrets of the Tidewater area or maybe some just hidden gems. And just some things yeah. that, you know, some I, we both, I'm sure, have favorites uh, in the area. And um, we wanted to share some of that. Yeah. And I'll say this was this was hard. I was thinking about it last night and I was like, oh, there's so many areas. So we might even have to do a second one. Uh, yeah, these. exactly. I, same, same here, because I was like, <laughs> you know, if I say top five of secrets or top five hidden gems or whatever, you know, there's so many and it's hard to rank them, which that's the way my, my old roommate when I lived in Richmond would always make fun of me because I like to rank things. I'll be like, well, you know, <laughs> you like Taco Bell, but if you had to give it a scale of one to ten, is it better than Plaza Azteca Mexican restaurant? You know, and he would, he would always. Oh, the Plaza is X. That is a yeah. good place, too. <laughs> What is that? Is that a right brain learner or a left brain learner? When oh, you're I like don't that? know. That's, maybe that is what it is. I mean, God definitely made us all different. So that's, that's, that's um, true. 
I do want to start maybe with a little disclaimer and just say this is, you know, totally our something that we've thrown together. Um, we haven't consulted with any of these places. We are not being paid by any of these places to advertise. Just a little disclaimer. It's just me and you just kind of jam session talking about some, especially if someone's not from this area, maybe some secrets that touristy folks don't know about that only the locals know about, if you know what I'm saying. Right, right. And the sure. other thing I wanted to say is if you're listening to this, and you think we missed something, please email us. Email us your favorite secrets or hidden gems, and we'll add that to our next episode. Yes. So, okay, cool. Well, I don't know who, who's going to go first. How, how about this? Ladies first, and we're not going to rank oh. these. Or uh, did you want to rank them? How about that? Uh, no, I'm not ranking them. They're just five. Because they're all different. So they're all if different you're things. mentioned later in the episode for Erica, it means she thinks you're worse than her first one. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, if I'm going to go first, then my first one is a place that you can go and take the kids. It's free. It's beautiful. Church. And that you're, is you're going to say church. It's church. <laughs> It is the Church of the Water, Haven Beach. Okay, very cool. <laughs> that's in uh, that's in Matthews. Haven Beach is in Matthews, and my family will, you know, in the summertime, we'll uh, pack up the car and head out there, and it's just wonderful. It's right on the Chesapeake Bay. The waves are not like it would be at the ocean, so it's you know pretty safe for the little kids. You can bring a tent. You can you know bring your lunch and just we've brought the kayaks out there and and just spent the whole day. It's it's really nice. The only two disclaimers I will say is if you go in May, the flies are really bad <laughs> and you are not allowed to um, start a fire. You cannot have a, a fire out there. But other than that, you can pretty much do anything. And it's just beautiful. I love it out there. Have I'm, you ever I'm been glad there, Josh? You asked. I'm not sure. I, I uh I had some friends take us <laughs> to a beach. Now, is it is this the one that like it's like almost like the end of a long, you know, road and there's like cattails and almost like a little bit of a swampy area. And then all of a sudden at the end of this road is this Mecca of beaches. Yeah. Yeah. That I think you're talking about the same one. So like Bavon Beach is is at the farthest point, I believe. And and a lot of people go to that. Um, but Haven beach is like in the middle and yeah, it's the same thing. It's like a really long road and there's really not many houses out there and then yeah, swampland. And then you're at the beach. Cool. So yeah, I think we're, I think yeah, we're talking about yeah, the same and one. I remember when we went, it was, you know, it, it was, it was probably like the outer banks were 50 years ago. I mean, it, you, you almost kind of feel like you have yes. the beach to yourself. There's other folks there, but you know, you, you, you're, it's private. You could, you, it's almost like you own the beach. Yeah, exactly. And you've ever been to like the beach beach, Virginia beach, you know, you get there at whatever time. And then by the afternoon you look around and you have people right on top of you, like right next to you. And that's not the case over there. You can, people come, but then they just kind of walk down the beach. Everyone kind of just, it's just so secluded. It's really Very nice. Cool. I'm actually Googling it just to see what Google says about Haven beach. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I think Haven Beach, I'm not, I could be wrong, but one of the beaches over there does have a porta potty too. So that's kind of nice too. You can walk back and, um, and use the porta potty, but that might not be Haven. I'm not, there's a couple beaches down there in Matthews on the, you know, right yeah, on the and water. And it looks like, I mean, the, the cool thing about this is, you know, wherever you're listening to this from, Haven Beach is, it's in Matthews, which is a smaller area, but it's a beautiful car ride from wherever it is you live. I mean, you could just hop in a car and spend the day and it's not like, you know, you had to drive all the way to another state or something like that. So, yes, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, you go, what's your number? Uh, My, well, what yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with number 17 <laughs> right now. And, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am going to go with, the ponies at Chickatee. And Ooh, yeah, so nice. and and my wife and I were kind of talking about this last night about whether or not the eastern shore is considered quote unquote tidewater. I, I think it is. I mean, if you look at a map and you you know, if you type in tidewater area of Virginia, it just pretty much seems like anywhere east of Richmond kind of kind of gets the could be. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure that people there would consider they're in Tidewater because they get all the Tidewater weather. It goes oh, right to them true, after yeah. us. That's definitely true. <laughs> um, and yeah, so and if you've never heard about this, now everyone down here has at least heard about it, or at least I feel like they have. And um, yeah. it's so the ponies at Chickatee, there's nothing else that I know of that's like it. And there's literally these beautiful excuse me beautiful horses um you know stallion just absolute beautiful wild horses that live on i think it's certain times of the year on assateague island and then other times of the year yeah. on Chicateague. and then what they do once a year is they literally swim from one to the other and it's become a thing like people travel from all around. Um, they, I think they even have like almost like a parade where the horses come through and it, you know, these horses are, are just like any other thing that lives in the wild. They're not owned by anyone yeah. They're It's, it's really cool experience for sure. Have you, have, have you been Josh? actually, but I have an aunt that goes every year and she, you know, just rants and raves about it and of course i've seen all the videos and you know most like i say most people that live around here have at least heard about it yeah i've been to chincoteague and acetique and i've seen them but i've never been to what do they call it what they call it like running running the ponies or something like that when they when they make them swim because i think they make Mm -hmm. them do that or something like that but uh yeah, I've I've heard that it's that it's awesome. Those beaches. Yeah, are beautiful. It, I mean it's it's it, it it reminds you of something that probably should be like m- maybe more in the Midwest, being that they're wild horses, but but they're not. They're, yeah, I mean some of the pictures I'm looking at here online, there's literally people people on the beach and the ponies are swimming right in front of them. That's how it is at Nags Head too. I don't know if you've been down to Nags Head and seen the wild ponies there they're not as big Uh they're smaller but not afraid of people you know you're not allowed to touch them and usually if they're at least in nags head there's usually a park ranger on a horse very close where they are and you're not allowed to go near them but they don't care they will run right by you wow (laughs) 
I'm looking it up. Yeah. So I, I I think that let's see. I I I'm I don't have an exact date, I guess, but they if you just look it up, I'm sure that you know what maybe it's a different date every year and maybe that's why they don't have an exact date for it. Um Yeah. But is it like springtime? I feel like it's springtime yes. is when they do this. Yeah, the I website could does be say wrong. the springtime. And um Oh, it looks like they've even named some of their more, well, they've become celebrities, it looks like. Uh, Ah, okay. Hey, we should, uh, Josh, we should go live uh, and we'll do a show there when they're they're running the ponies. We can maybe interview some of the ponies. I don't, I don't, it would be weird if they started talking, but, you know, I mean, it could happen. Hey, maybe maybe no one's ever even thought to ask them. Maybe they that's do true. Talk. They live in the wild. Maybe <laughs> you know when they become domesticated, that's what makes them not talking. I just saw this meme online last night um, where it had this where this girl's like, "Am I the only one?" And then it shows this girl talking to her dog, and she's like, "It's just us. You can talk. I won't tell anybody." And then it shows this hilarious looking chihuahua just giving her this funny look. <laughs> oh that's funny i used to think that my stuffed animals talked when i would like when i was a little kid i used to think that they talked when i left the room and then all of those movies came out where that's really oh uh, yeah toy story <laughs> one of my favorites yeah 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 so um uh, I, I was one of the weird kids that had Amer- imaginary friends uh growing up that was my brother i did not have maybe an it's a guy friend. thing i don't know uh, could be. I. I. Well, I've heard that it's a test to very smart people, honestly, that have imagined. Thank you. Somebody's kids. lying for us people, <laughs> us weird folks. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, um, I funny. was an only child for a little while until my brother came along. So I've always kind of thought maybe that was what it was about. Uh, oh yeah. I can't believe we've gone from the chickatee ponies <laughs> to my imaginary. <laughs> to imagine it. <laughs> We're going to come back to that anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So if, again, if you're listening to this, you got to look it up. Uh, it, it, it's always a surprise for folks that don't know about how big of a deal it is and how cool it is really. And so I think being that I'm, I'm also trying to, you know, these are secrets, if you will, our hidden gems of the area trying to kind of, you know, I I can think of certainly some places right here in Middlesex, which is where I live. Um, but I'm trying to, you know, expand that a little bit, you know, across the Todd yeah. area for folks that, you know, may or may not know about some of these. Yeah. And, uh, for people that are outside of the Tidewater area, never been here, I will say, cause I'm from originally is Pennsylvania where I was born. And then I, lived in New Jersey. We live in the most beautiful place ever. Like it is just gorgeous here, but a lot of people are come here. So that's what they call uh-huh. them. Come here. Um, <laughs> and they, uh, they just don't know um, all of the little intricate. There's a lot of beaches around here. A lot yeah. of beaches. Yeah. Have you, I got to ask, and I don't know, maybe this isn't appropriate for our podcast, but I have to ask, have you experienced, I, I've had folks tell me that they won't do business with my company because I'm a come here. Have you experienced any of that? Not with, um, 
not now. I've been here 13 yeah. years. So now I say that I'm like a stuck here, but that's a joke. Oh, I that's a good here. word. Um, yeah, that's I, what I'm that's what I'm <laughs> now. I'm not a I'm not a come yeah, here or a stay yeah, here. You're stuck here. I'm a stuck stuck here. That's good. <laughs> that's right. I never had anybody turn business down because of that, but I did, um, when I first moved here, I worked at uh, Tommy's restaurant in Reedville and I did have people tell me that like I wanted to, at the time I wanted to open up a restaurant and I had people tell me that they would not come to the restaurant, that I would find that people would not come to the restaurant if they found out that I was a come here. And I was like, what yeah, on that earth? Is super silly, <laughs> for sure. yeah. It's so weird. When I lived in DC, I did not, because I, I lived in DC for like less than a year once for a job. And, um, okay. I, I honestly, every one of my coworkers were either like, no one had lived there less than, I mean, more than two years. It seemed like they, they were right. all there from right. either, you know, school or, or whatever the reason was. And, and, and with that respect, I've kept up with some of those folks because of social media and I think very few of them still live in D.C. Um, yeah, that's a melting pot for sure. Just like New yeah. York City, too. So, yeah. So so it would be interesting if someone had that attitude and say somewhere like that. Um, yeah, they would laugh yeah, at them. Exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. It's silly. So we're, <laughs> We've come a long way. I, I do run into that a little bit less with my business. Um, I think once folks realize that you do good work and the word gets out, you know, word can get out in a small town if you do a bad job, but word can get out in a small town if you do a good job. So, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think you just, you know, I'll give the example. Uh, we don't, we still live in the same neighborhood, but we used to live in another house and I had, uh, we were renting that house until we were able to build our house, but our neighbor across the street, he lives in, he's lived in this neighborhood for like 32 years. He's uh, one of the originals the and yes. And he, so he's like, you know, what, what is it? Stay here, come, whatever. <laughs> he's like been here. <laughs> um, and I, I waved to him. He just was always, you know, just very stoic, never smiled. And I literally waved to him every day for six months and it wasn't until the like six month six that he finally was like, okay. And he starts, now we're fine. And now we joke around and everything, but sometimes it, that's what it is. It's just the consistency of being there, showing up and having a smile on your face. That's sometimes the way that you're able to get some of the, I called him like the old head, old head of uh, our neighborhood. You know, that's, that's how you win them over. You're just consistent and just keep waving yeah. to them. <laughs> that's a good, that's a really good attitude. Cause I've always been the guy that's like, well, screw you. I'm not going to wave at you anymore, but, but that's, a, that's really good. I think the only reason why I'm like that is because coming from an area like New Jersey and outside of New York, um, well, I did live in New York for a little while. You don't look people in the eyes on the street. That's like weird. Like if you like look at somebody or wave to somebody on the street, they're like trying to fight. Really? You. Like, and it's so, yeah, it's so different down here. Well, people are just, there's so many people up there that everyone just kind of keeps to themselves. Um, and they're, you know, you don't, you don't really wave to your neighbor. You know, you could live next door to Joe Schmo for 35 years and you don't even know that he has, you know, three kids and a wife. You, you just, it's not the same up there. And when I came down here, everybody was waving and I was like, wow, 
wow, everyone waves. So I just really got into it. I always liked it. And I think it's just because that never happened where I'm from. So that that's why I, I like waving and saying hi, because it makes somebody, somebody's day. You just don't know what they're I've always kind of so. thought it was like a, um, I don't want to say like a safety thing, but, you know, I feel like when you live in an area that you don't necessarily feel like you can trust everyone, maybe that's part of it. Whereas like the little town that I grew up in, and I kind of feel this way about the little town we live in now, you know, a lot of times you don't have to lock your doors. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to worry about that sort of stuff. And it really, it, it creates a whole different culture where you just feel like everyone, you know, there's my neighbor. Hey, how's it going? You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, good. Well, I, I, I think that, uh, We've started, it's my started turn, this off think, strong. Right? Yes, let's keep this going. Okay. All right. So my next one is um, some locals might know about it. I mean, a lot of the locals know about it, but not not everybody knows okay. about this. So it is the best yard sale. It's an annual yard sale. It's once a year. It's in Kilmarnock. It is called the Grace Church. Well, Grace Episcopal Church yard sale. It is at. Um, it's held at the YMCA boys camp in Kilmarnock every year. It's the first weekend in May. So it's usually like May 1st, May 2nd, but it's the first full weekend in, uh, in May for Saturday uh-huh. in May. I'm sorry. And I go, we go, I usually leave my house about six. It doesn't open up until eight and you literally wait in the line in your car, just sitting there waiting to get in, but it has everything they have. They have an auction with cars and boats. They have an entire, it's just buildings. So like one building is filled with furniture and one building is filled with clothes and one building is filled with jewelry, everything, books, everything. And then, so from eight to 10, it's just the yard sale and, you know, everything that's marked is what you pay. But at 10, they start slashing prices. So by like 1030, everything's 50% off by 11, everything's 75% off. And if you, I know there's several um, charities that actually go, it ends at 11 AM. So they're, they usually are there by like 11, 1130. And they just give away this stuff to wow. these charities, you know, for what, for whatever reason, but great stuff, really nice furniture, Really nice stuff, and so we go every year. And I bring a truck and I load up. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I started as soon as you said it because I I for one have never heard of this, um, because mm. I you know I'm not in the know, and I started typing in <laughs> Grace Episcopal Church Kilmarnock Virginia before I could get I would say the first three words typed in, it popped up and said, "Oh, you want the Grace Episcopal Church Kilmarnock Virginia yard sale." Yeah, that's right. That's right. They and um, some of the the volunteers that have been doing it, like since I've been going so long, I just know them on a first name basis now. And this they use this fundraiser to fund all of the, you know, mission trips that they have, anything that that and Grace Episcopal Church is one of the older churches in Kilmarnock. So I know that there's some maintenance stuff that needs to go on. And but this yard sale funds it's their biggest. uh it's their biggest fundraiser and it also a lot of the money goes back into the community. So it's just a really nice thing to be a part of. And you can also, I think it's like for three weeks beforehand, you can call them. If you have furniture or you have donations, 
you can just drop them off there and they will take them. So it's just, it's just really nice. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's really, you might even find some, like, I don't know, heating and cooling stuff, like electronics, air compressors, like lawn equipment, lawn mowers, everything. They've got everything. So it's a lot of fun. I mean, if you just, uh, it's okay if this isn't accurate, but just, I'm just curious. Is it, I mean, how, how big, how many people would you say come to this? Uh, thousands. Um, yeah, you can't, they, they have a whole, uh, police, um, escorts for, uh, parking. The parking is so big that they have a, um, a a truck and a trailer with hay that will take you like back to where the, you know, back to your cars. Cause it's a long walking distance. And I, I take my mom and my mom's having trouble with her hip. So it was really nice. We could just put her on the, the trailer and then they've got golf carts so they'll ride you around on the golf cart um just but just very everything they've been doing it so long that they wow. have it down it's very organized they sell food so you can eat breakfast or lunch um yeah it's really it's really cool and it's uh just so if there are listeners it's always the first saturday in may and it's uh the address is 1083 boys camp road in kilmartin okay very cool. Yeah, you should go. I, I, I'm really glad we did this episode because I'm, I mean, I've been living, uh, I don't know, within 10 minutes of Kilmarnock for the last, I don't know, uh, six to seven years. And I've never heard of that. So that's. Yeah. Where, where are you? You're in Middlesex. Are you on this side of the the river? I am in Hartfield. So uh, you, 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 okay. you pass within a mile of my home. Um, when you go to Kilmarnock through Middlesex, so I, I kind of live just okay, down the road gotcha. from that, that light where you turn. Oh, by the golf course. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. <laughs> if anyone needs to know yeah. what Josh, when like... you asked that, I was like, am I supposed <laughs> to put my address on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, uh, that's funny. I'm going to okay, have these folks turn. knocking on my door being like, Hey, uh, where are the ponies again? Where? Where's this yard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Oh man. Um, okay. I have my next one that I want to talk about is it's. I really feel like now again, I, a lot of uh, of the locals know of this place, but I feel like unless you're in the Tidewater area, more specifically in the Middle Peninsula Northern Neck area, you've never. I had never even heard of this place, but what I'm talking about is Tangier Island. Oh, and yeah, Tangier okay. Island, if you don't know, is pretty much right smack dab right in the middle of the Chesapeake Bay. And so when I was growing up, when I would hear the word island or islands, I always thought of like, you know, Caribbean islands down in the, the you know, the the Caribbean or maybe out in the Pacific ocean somewhere, volcanoes, things like that. And I didn't realize that, you know, really cool islands like Tangier Island were right here in the Chesapeake Bay. And this one uh, is one of the coolest ones because it's, it's there. It's its own country, really. You know, they, they're, they're very isolated Um, but there's so many cool things to do there. There's restaurants that obviously couldn't be any fresher of food 
They're literally catching it right there in the Chesapeake Bay. And you can go there and, and enjoy yourself at, you know, one of those restaurants. There's places to stay there. The, the locals yeah. there, they have their own accent uh, because, the, you yep. know, just like anywhere else, you know. Um, and it's just a really cool place. So my wife's ancestors actually traveled uh, three generations ago from Tangier Island. There was a... Um, what? Wait a second. Your wife yes. is her. Yeah. So my, well, my wife isn't, but my wife's my well, wife. Right, we, call, right. we all called her Nano, and her family escaped uh, a really bad hurricane to Urbana, <gasps> um, you know, years ago. And I don't know how old Nano wow. was. I think she was probably a teenager at the time, maybe a little younger. And they, yeah, they all and. And for anyone that don't know, I've, I've, I've kind of mentioned it in other episodes, but you know, my, my whole wife's family, they're all watermen. They all, you know, catch crabs right. and oysters and all that fun stuff. And uh, it, I'm like, I'm like, I'm definitely the outcast in the family. Cause I'm like, I, I, I honestly, <laughs> where I grew up in the mountains of Virginia had never known anyone that owned a boat. Uh, I think my dad right. had one you could take, you know, like a little John boat. And then I think my uncle, as I got older, ended up getting one. But anyway, it's down here. Everyone has one and, and they're nice yeah. boats and, you know, they can catch crabs and do all these fun things. But yeah, so Tangier Island, there's a ferry, as I understand it, that goes from Reedville to the island. Uh, what is yep. it? Twice a day, I think. I don't, I don't know the schedule. I know, um, I know that they're like, if you get stuck over there, if you miss the ferry on the way, like right. you have to stay over. It's not like they, they make like special, uh, special yes. trips for anybody. Um, but I just, I'm, that is so cool. Like I'm super interested. I, I haven't met just for the listeners. I have not met Josh's wife yet. I'm going to at some point, but I just think I'm going to be pre- picking your brain now because I am so curious I've always been curious. I've never gone to Tangier. My dad lived in Reedville and he, it was like a trip that we were going to take, but he actually passed away. So I've not really had a reason to go there, but it's on a bucket list. I'm so curious on their process for things. Like how do they get their food every day? You know, like their bread stuff that's on the mainland. Yeah, I, I think that, and just, I think that's part of it is they've almost kind of created their own little economy there. Um, so, you know, when, I, I know years ago uh, when I think the oyster population was uh, needing some help, um, you know, that wasn't good for, for the, a lot of those folks. But I don't know what the population right. is now, but it's not many. I mean, people that actually live there on a regular basis, I, I mean, again, I don't know what the number is, but if I had to guess, I mean, it's like less than 200. I mean, probably. I mean, it's yeah. not many. And they, um, I think they ride bicycles around a lot or golf carts around a lot. Um, so right, it's not right. a real big Island. And, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's again, one of those experiences that you got to check it out. It's really cool. And I'm just, I just went to their website. They've got a little museum with history about Tangier Island and, um, maybe some, like, it looks like some little, uh, like little cruises or, or charters you can take. 
And oh, um, cool. it's, it's just, again, one of those things that is only unique. You can't go to many other places and experience things like that. Um, here, here's a restaurant called the Fisherman's Corner. They offer, uh, looks like fresh seafood and really good crab cakes, it says. So, Ooh. Um, this is bucket list. Tangier Island is bucket list for me. I, I've always wanted to go. And if any listeners have gone, yes. email us. Tell us how your experience yeah. was. Yeah, absolutely. I, so the four brothers, I, I don't know if they still do it as, as recently as the last year or two. But for years, once a year, all the men in the family would do a trip to, to Tangier Island. And uh, yeah, and oh, just because cool. I don't want to play favorites, let me go ahead and throw in there. Uh, the other restaurants that's on their website, <laughs> Four Brothers Crab House and Ice Cream Deck. It says ice cream pizzas, sandwiches, crab cakes, and more. So if you don't like seafood, they got Ooh, that pizza sounds there. Good. But they, I'm sure they could confidently claim the best pizza on Tangier Island. On Tangier Island. Yeah, probably. And then, uh, it looks like Hilda Crockett's Chesapeake House, family style, all you can eat. That sounds good. Uh, yeah, rains on Tangier, which is a variety of food, and then finally the waterfront restaurant says it has great sandwiches. That's a lot of restaurants for just like a little. Yeah, area I don't there. think it's uncommon That's for really people cool. to you know to to spend a day and go there and and um you know it's unlike anywhere else. Yeah, I'm doing it this year. I definitely want to do it. I'm just thinking of like your wife's ancestor. Like, how scary oh would gosh, that be? Yes. To, where you where it's just like you know let, we have to go you guys like we have to pack everything in yeah. this little boat and the fact that they made it to urbana that that that's a straight shot would be reedville like you would hit the mainland reedville so if they got to urbana like the storm must have been crazy yeah, I, I don't know the whole story maybe that's something we can uh my my wife's sister <laughs> we yeah, need to get her on sister, here we already did an episode <laughs> Uh, of back behind the scenes. If you're listening to this, go back and check out Whitney Whitney Law's episode where she talks about her marketing business. And uh, oh, I didn't realize that was your sister-in-law. Yes. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I yeah. Like that well, episode. it's funny. We started the episode, and I had no intentions of hiding that. In fact, I intentionally planned to say, "Hey, this is going to be a fun interview. This is my sister-in-law," and then. I got, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes into it. And I'm like, well, now it would be weird, you know, because <laughs> I've been sitting here interviewing her like I don't know her. So, but yeah, that's my sister-in-law. So, yeah. uh, that's funny. But she cool, knows, cool. you know, she knows a lot of the history. And um, if we can't get one of the brothers on here, maybe she could tell us some stories about Nano and, and that whole trip and stuff. Yeah, I would love that. It sounds just, I don't know. I love like a family that has rich history. You know, I'm enthralled in that. (laughs) I love that. Yep. (laughs) All right. Well, um, well, since we are, I have a, I'm going to go to the one that's in Reedville just because that's where we were talking about Tangier Island. Um, And I have been to this place many, many times, but a great day with the kids is to go to Chitter Chatters in Reedville. That's an ice cream parlor the ice cream is homemade it's made right there and it's just nice you can get ice cream and then walk down to the bottom of main street which is um there's a crab shop there's other restaurants there but there's like a little park area that you can sit it's just really nice um but they have the best ice cream in my opinion in tidewater that's chitter chatters you might have started something 
I know there's some people in Gloucester that love what's that? Uh, what's the one near Lowe's right there? Short Lane. Short yeah, Lane, right? They'll, they'll come to, to Blows over uh, the best ice cream in the Tidewater area. Yeah, and I think actually Short Lane's won. Um, the thing about Chitter Chatters is it's not open all year round, which I should have said. They're only open for like mm-hmm. the warmer months. But you, um, you, you probably know this, but Short Lane's it closed for a while, and I was so thankful that it that it opened that somebody. Uh, bought it and then and then are still doing the the rich history of ice cream uh there so short lanes is is number two on my book but i know it's number yeah one well for a lot and of if, people. if you're listening to this go on our facebook page let us know who you think is number one because uh, i'm i'm actually yeah. curious now i'm not an ice cream connoisseur i am probably more of a wings or nachos connoisseur but um, it's not even the same. It's not the same. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm saying that I, I, I don't claim to be an expert. To me, ice cream is ice cream in a lot of cases. But I know there's a lot of other folks that would disagree with that. Um, who's your who who's your favorite wings? I'm curious. Ooh. Well, there used to be a place in Richmond that's no longer in business, ironically, that used to have my favorite wings. Uh. Um it's not necessarily, I don't know if I have a specific place right off the top of my head. There's a specific way I like them. I don't like them breaded. I don't like them. Um, you know, I like a good hearty, maybe even deep fried or smoked wing. Kind of a, kind of like Ooh, a okay. more cleaner taste. And, um, yeah, it's just like, that's just how I like my wings. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever see that show? I think it's like a YouTube show where I forget who the host is, but he he interviews celebrities and makes them eat wings with really hot sauce. Like you go through the you go through all the hot sauces to I the don't very, know very that end. Show. Oh, you gotta watch that. It's really good. Watch the one with Burt Kreischler. Okay. That's the funniest one. <laughs> I uh, I haven't seen that. I've always been a fan of that show, Man versus Food, where he goes around and he tries different food challenges, and some of those have been wings. Yes. In fact, there was one right in Richmond, Virginia, that um, that he did uh, for. I believe it was a wing challenge. So um, now I, I am a little bit of a huh. sissy, so I don't eat the uh, the wings that you know you, you can't you can't talk for three days and you can't walk for three days. But um, yeah, yeah, me neither. <laughs> I like I do like a little bit of of you know. A little bit of sweat, a little, little tiny bit of sweat, you're, you know, but I, I can't, the ghost pepper, all that. So I yeah, can't no, do that stuff. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a friend that can, and it's fun, you know, to see him do it. But of course he always has to peer pressure me and I ended up regretting it. So. Yeah. It ruins your whole night. Cause you can't get the taste <laughs> out of your mouth. <laughs> Never mind the taste. It's the pain. My- like it. <laughs> yeah. My husband loves spicy food. Uh, actually, my, our youngest loves spice, spicy food too, and I, I don't we get it do, at all. We should don't do it, a few it. food challenges in the area. Um, there's a guy that I follow on social media, Randy Santel, and he literally travels the world. Uh, he went to Australia recently and Europe and does all these different food challenges around the world. But I'd be curious what we have locally um, in that department. So, yeah, that's a I, good idea. I feel like I'm a broken record, 
But if you hear this episode and you want to tell us about a local food challenge, please send us an email or, or a Facebook message. Um, yeah, save the bugs. I don't eat bugs. But. Save the bugs? <laughs> yeah. You know those challenges where they make you eat like beetles? Oh, or like, no, don't, don't save know, the bugs. Spiders. If you know of a bug eating no, challenge, save- put that on our Facebook. <laughs> no. We'll, we'll do a whole episode with Erica eating grasshoppers. Uh, no, we won't. Oh, although I've heard that chocolate covered grasshoppers are good. So I might try that. If there's chocolate there on you it, go. I you got to pay the price for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So anyway, um, okay. I think I, you kind of got on the restaurant, uh, kick already. And so, yeah, my next one, uh, both of the other ones are both. Oh, they are. Okay. Well then, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna maybe steer from the restaurants then for now, okay, and talk about um, another one of our local. Maybe I feel like probably a lot of per- people have heard of this place, but maybe they don't know all the cool things there are to do in this place, and that is Jamestown. Mm. Um, oh, so, good so one! For those of you that don't know, Jamestown is. Just outside of Williamsburg, at least I think so, right? If you're going to go to Jamestown, you're going to you're going to take the same exit you would to go to Williamsburg. Yeah. And um, for starters, there's you can still go to the original Jamestown colony settlement um, and there's all kinds of cool stuff there. There's some of the historic ships. I have a friend who loves jet skiing and they've literally done Mm -hmm. the jet skis all the way up to the settlement so they've you know driven right up to those ships yeah really yeah, they, they've done that in washington dc right up to the the um <clears throat> the leakin memorial they oh cool i didn't even know you could do that i That's didn't cool. either i was like you know you you weren't stopped by the secret service or something but i guess i if you don't know you don't know and um yeah but yeah so they did that at jamestown i remember as a, a as a young fella doing a field trip i believe i was probably in the second or third grade to jamestown and i I still remember it to this day i mean i'm 35 now and i still remember going to jamestown and seeing the folks in their outfits and all that cool stuff it's funny because that's the same for me but we see i was uh I was in, I think it was fifth grade is when, um, we did our big Williamsburg, Jamestown, uh, trip in for school. It was a school trip. And it was like the first time that I'd had ever been overnight from my parents. And it was three days and we went to Williamsburg and Jamestown and I was from New Jersey at the time. So it was a long, we, we rented one of those really nice buses. Like it was yeah. a big deal and I'll never forget that. That <laughs> Yeah. I think, I think it's important for. I mean, I'm sure where we live in Tidewater, it's easy to go to Williamsburg. It's easy to go to Jamestown because it's right here. But I think it's very important for, you know, all of our children in that are of age or whatever to go and see, you know, where everything started, which is in Williamsburg and Jamestown. It all started here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a friend of mine actually owns a business where he takes kids on field trips his business is i guess who the school would hire and he takes care of all the accommodations and the guides and everything to 
Yeah, oh, to DC. Okay. So uh, shout out to Jay. Uh, he owns Nations Classroom, but there's some other you know good ones out there too. Um, Nations Classroom. That's a great name for a business. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I've actually, Nations in my classroom. younger days, helped him a few times. Just, uh, you know, little part-time job here and there and would help him, you know, go around D.C. And we took him to the um, Holocaust Museum. We took him to all the monuments. We took him to, uh, you know, obviously the, the White House. And it was just, it was really fun because, you know, some of these kids, like you said, if, if you don't know, you don't know, you know. And right. um, it's one thing to see it in a, in a uh, you know, a, a textbook. But, you know, when we got to go getting back to Jamestown, I got to go back to James or I, got, I went to Jamestown as a young fella. And, you know, it, it changes your perspective on things. Just seeing that, you know, this country, this country started yeah. somewhere and, and, and all that stuff. So, yeah, for sure. We should get your friend on the, uh, on the show. That's not a bad idea. Uh, he definitely, I don't, I don't know if he does a particular, package or trip to the you know jamestown or anywhere in the tidewater area but i bet i wouldn't be surprised he does do it to other areas to to dc and to i think he does one to maybe boston um or oh cool yeah so um yeah and i'm on jamestown settlements website uh there's all kinds of different packages you can get uh different discounts and things like that um if you want to buy tickets to. Yeah. My friend actually, she just took her, um, I think, I think he was turning five. And so she, she took him to Jamestown cause that's what he wanted to do. A five-year-old. Can you believe that? <laughs> He's so sweet. But, uh, so she took him and she, what she found was that it was just easier to it will cheaper in the long run to buy the yearly pass because she's a Virginia resident. Oh, so you get like uh-huh. a discount and then she, now she can go back all year as many times as she wants. So that's also probably something that people can look into is I think, I think you can get a yearly pass and be able to go. I feel whenever like you that's, want. There's, you know, and I don't want to ruin our next episode by giving away something or whatever, but um, <sighs> there's a lot of cool things in the area that I feel like are like that. So if you just made two trips in one year to one of the amusement parks or attractions, or like you say, Jamestown, um, it ends up paying for itself. Um, just by- yeah, I think the, have you ever been to the living museum? That's like that the too. Living museum. Now tell me about the living museum. It's, um, a- why it's called living is because everything that is there is pretty much alive. So it's, and it's, it's all, uh, it's all like um, native animals and reptiles oh. and bugs and sea life. So it's all native to Virginia. So it's a zoo, right? I mean, <laughs> kind of, it's, it's a zoo kind, with yeah, a really fancy is. name. Cause I'm like living museums. Yes. Do they have these people from, the 1700s and they've somehow kept them alive this is crazy yes that is what there's <laughs> yes that's all <laughs> they have a time capsule no i'm just kidding um no no, no it's it's really cool I, it's geared towards um like my 13 year old doesn't want to go anymore like he, we i used to take him a lot but it's kind of surpassed his age but i i would say it's geared towards Anything from little toddlers all the way to like probably 10, 11 is probably when they're saying that they don't want to go anymore. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, they have like, um, 
they have like a dinosaur exhibit where they can go and like dig up dinosaur bones and um they have wolves and fish and reptiles all sorts of all sorts of stuff but yeah it's it's in newport news um and actually what we do (laughs) this wasn't on my list but it should have been um i could just exchange it for one but uh if you go, what we usually do is we'll make a day of it. We'll go to the Living Museum, and then right across the street is the um, Newport News SPCA. And so we go and visit the dogs, and then they actually have um, wildlife. They used to have a bald eagle in the back. I don't know if they still have that, but they we go and visit the dogs and, and then kind of donate to the SPCA and make a day of it. So yeah. it's fun. And well, and, and, and just to piggyback off of all of these, just down the road from the Jamestown settlement is a lot of other cool things. There's a, uh, a, a glass house where they can make different things right in front of you. Um, you know, where they Ooh. blow the glass and make bottles and I don't know, all kinds of different things like that. Um, of course there's this, this, we could probably highlight this in its own category and that would be colonial Williamsburg, um, which is, you know, the historic part, the same, area that guys like thomas jefferson walked the streets of at one point and all the folks are still dressed like they are still living in that you know generation um yeah there's so many cool things i I, just on TripAdvisor, if you search things to do near the jamestown settlement literally hundreds of things pop up there's so many cool things there's the historic college of william and mary that you can still visit um, and then, you know, there's just so many cool things. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. I always, it's funny being a wedding and event person. Um, when I have weddings in the Williamsburg area, like, you know, you get, you're done with work at 11, 12 o'clock at night. So that's, you know, when you go and get gas or whatever you need to do. So I'm at the gas station many, many times this has happened and I'll see somebody in, like the colonial garb it's because they just got off of work, oh, nice. <laughs> you know, and they're wearing, you know, the old, cause everybody in that, in, that works in that area. They, they all have to wear the, the colonial garb, the long dresses, the hats and everything. Everyone's in character in Williamsburg. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I have a friend of mine. We were, we were going, we were literally in a wedding about, I don't know, six months ago or so. And uh, we had to stop. He needed a drink or something, and he we stopped in a uh, a gas station. And the guy is like, "Oh, you know, someone getting married today. You, you know, you look really nice." And my guy, he's so dry sense of humor. He's like, uh, "No, why? I mean, wh- why do you ask?" <laughs> so if, if I was one of those folks that you're talking about, I would definitely play that off. Like I'd be like, "I don't know what you're talking about. You know, this is what I wear." Yeah. So. No, I always, I'm the one that's like, no, yeah, I had a wedding and this person, oh, was it nice? What again? It was beautiful. And then I'm sitting there for 15 minutes talking to them. (laughs) Yeah. So Jamestown settlement. um, Yeah. There's so many cool things to do there. And, oh, and one last thing I wanted to say before we move on, um, there is something called the Jamestown discovery boat tour there as well and so it it kind of looks like you get on a like a like a little tour boat just like you see on the when folks get on those buses in la and they go by all the famous right. people's like that with a boat and you get to see all these historic sites 
Oh, that sounds really yeah. cool. There's just so many things things to do there. I mean, we could probably do an entire episode just on the things you could do around Jamestown. Yeah. Um, awesome. What is it? My. It turn? is your turn, pal. Alrighty. Okay, so this is, in my opinion, and I'm sure there's going to be people that argue. It's probably Josh is going to. I'm be going to them. bring it on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my favorite barbecue place. Uh oh. <laughs> is um beach beach bum barbecue in matthews have you ever been there it's um it's not only really good for barbecue you can get all sorts of uh all sorts of different stuff but it's just it's really cute and it's always where we go usually if we go to like haven beach if i spend the day in matthews i'll spend the whole day we'll eat and everything and so we'll go to the beach and then we'll go to beach bum barbecue and it's delicious. It's right by the high school. It's right down the street from the yeah, high school. Yeah, I've definitely seen it. And it's, you know, it's not off the beaten path that much. If you if you go into Matthews, it's right there. Yeah. And they've been in business a long time. The the ladies that work there have worked there for years. Just very friendly. Nice place. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with you because I'm not, again, I'm, I'm not an expert at barbecue. Uh, one of my local favorites is uh, something different in Urbana. Yes, I love and that then, place. Um, and then there's uh, there's a couple down in um, in Gloucester that are pretty good, like Scoots. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I would love to hear because I'm sure that they, you know, these are probably all fighting words to to some folks listening to this. Um, yeah, as a northerner, southerners are serious about yeah. barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's a serious just, thing. Just meat in general. Like if you're like, this is the best steak I've ever had or the best barbecue I've ever had. Um, folks will, you know, definitely Ooh. fight to teeth and nail for their favorite. So it, does beach bombs have anything like unique that is that you've just never seen it anywhere else or they're just better at everything. Uh, I just like the whole like beach vibe. I like the um the way it's decorated on the inside. Everyone's super friendly. You can bring your kids in there and not worry that they're making a mess or you know like it's just kind of a it's just kind of I like the atmosphere. That's really what I like. And and I like their food for sure and you can order anything. So even if it's not on the menu, you, you can ask them, "Hey, can you make me french fries with gravy?" And they will. <laughs> which by the way french fries with gravy that's also a northern thing people don't know what that is but you should try it they call it something don't they isn't it like called canadian something or another um are you talking about canadian bacon which is taylor ham basically but um we used to call it uh just like what is it a gravy boat with french fries french fry but some something like that i used to get them I would get French fries and then cheddar cheese and then the brown gravy on top. It's delish. It's I'm gonna delish. Google this really quick. Yeah, you. Probably, it's been a long time, so I that I've ordered uh, that. I don't know what it's. Yeah, there's there there's. Uh, okay, here we go. This is what it is. Uh, I'm I'm sure I'm not gonna pronounce this right. Uh, uh, poutine. Oh, poutine! Poutine. I thought was um. Poutine is a. Uh, it says it's like a it's like a noodle, like a tiny tiny noodle. I no, you see, you see, you're like me. I went somewhere and I was like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> uh, no, we we went somewhere recently and they were like, "Oh yeah, we have the best poutine." I hope I'm saying this right. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it could be sounding like a lot of other things, but um, I almost want to be like, I want to Google like, how's this pronounced? What is that movie? That movie where it's? Oh, never mind. I don't. Wait, this is this is not on air. So, have you ever seen Pootie Tang? What do you mean it's not on air? <laughs> I thought I thought we're, now <laughs> no, I'm gonna I, have to I, edit all this out. No, that's not a bad word. That's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think Look i have it up. The movie yeah. is hol- <laughs> it's hilarious okay anyway po- poutine is um not what i used to call it but that is probably yeah what so it's according called. to google because google's always right uh anything written on the internet is obviously true apparently yep um poutine is a dish that includes french fries and cheese cheese curds topped with brown gravy originated in Canadian province of Quebec and emerged in the 1950s. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah, so I went somewhere recently and they were like, oh yeah, you've never had that? And I'm like, nope. And then they started describing it and I'm like, uh, yeah, we call that French fries with gravy. With gravy and cheese, yeah. <laughs> in the South, we call that French fries with gravy. But... Uh, that's funny. I didn't know it was like originated from... Uh... Canada, don't you know? <laughs> this is where I would do an impression or an accent too. But every time I do one, it sounds Asian. Uh, if I do any any accent of any kind, I'll try to do a New York accent, and everybody's like, "You still sound like an Asian fellow." <laughs> You're like Joey from Friends. He always sounds Jamaican. <laughs> Uh, yeah so we'll get off of that but yes so that is so so you're saying beach bums has really good they have good barbecue and great service and i love matthew so if you're just looking for a day i unfortunately my favorite uh place in matthew's is no longer where to get sandwiches is no longer in business did you ever go to the market there the matthew's market uh, the grocery yeah, store. I think so. Yeah, they close. That's where you get the best sandwiches. Uh, we should, yeah. We'll just do an entire episode <laughs> on businesses that are no longer in business. <laughs> oh, speaking yeah. of Rick, Rick's cheesesteak place. When did that go out of business? It's funny you bring them up. Uh, we had just given them a proposal and had, uh, I think we had gotten approval, verbal approval to do some, I think replace their system or some like a big job for us. And, and then like the next week they, they went out of business. I don't know what the whole story was. I heard some rumors, but I don't want to be that guy. And right. Um, right. But yeah, I think there still is another Rick's cheesesteak down somewhere in Newport news or, or maybe Norfolk area. Somewhere okay. down there, Hampton maybe. But I'll tell you what, I've had their che- it was good. They had some good I heard. cheesesteak. Yes. Good. It was very yeah. good. Yeah, I just found that out yesterday. I was I drove by and I was like I don't remember what that shopping center down there is, but it just seems like nothing can stay in business down there. Yeah. Um and and I know that I'm gonna get some flack on this, but I don't care. Uh, I'm I'm a controversial <laughs> guy. I have been to Philadelphia and eaten cheesesteaks up there, and I hate to break it to anybody in Philadelphia. If if any of them ever happen to listen to this, they do not have the best cheesesteaks in the world. So, you hold your tongue, Joshua I have, Griffin. I have had way better in the <laughs> South, where the steak the steak Where's? is like legit steak, and 
you know, just better sandwiches. I, I, I'm not saying they're horrible, but I used to work for a company from Philly and I went up there and had some of the, you know, the world famous, legit, supposed to be the best in the world cheesesteak sandwiches. I was not impressed. It was, my my mm. expectations shouldn't have been so high. Well, I guess I can, uh, I guess I can let that go, but Philly cheesesteaks are very good. To me, it's the bread. I don't know. Uh, bread down here and bread up north is not the same, and I don't know why. Maybe somebody can answer this question for me. I don't know if it has to do with the water or if it has to do with altitude or something like that. But Maybe it's palate. Pizza maybe, and bread. Maybe folks up there are, are, you know, maybe they like different things. Maybe. Maybe it's just palates in general. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever had a bagel from New I'm Jersey? I'm not a bagel guy. Yeah. Oh, the, the more we talk about food, so the more good you're going to find out that I'm <laughs> I'm not. A, when when I when I like something, I become an expert at it. But if I don't like it, I, I don't like it. What's your favorite dish? My favorite dish. Oh, wings. I guess you said wings. Oh so. well, yeah. If, if we're if, wings, would be... if we're talking about like, yeah, if we're talking about food in general. Um, I would probably have to say some sort of seafood, but, oh yeah, but, uh, I can't believe we, like, we're going to definitely do this again where it's just a restaurant. We were talking about a ton about restaurants. Yeah. And I feel bad about <laughs> some of my favorites that I haven't been able to give a shout out to. Um, but you know how that goes. Someone's always going to be upset that you didn't mention them yeah. and, and whatever. So anyway, but I, yeah, but I I like the whole like if you like something else, write to the show and tell us why and we'll talk. Maybe maybe we should have a show where our viewers tell us where we need to go and then we go there and try it and then do the You've then never had a it. better idea. After that is that is the best <laughs> idea I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, anyway, um let's see how long have we been on this episode? I don't know. We've been kind of rolling here. I think I only have one more. In, yeah, but... we're we're almost an hour and a half in, into this thing here. Oh, yeah. Wow, awesome. So uh, let's let's each do one more, and um, okay, and then we'll wrap this thing up. This has been an awesome. Uh, hopefully, if someone's still with us, still listening, and uh, and want to hear more, we're going to do this again. And again and again, because the Tidewater area has so many behind the scenes um, gyms, you know, local favorites. And, uh, you know, I'm sure we're going to get some folks writing in saying, hey, you didn't talk about this or that. And and we will. So, yeah, Um, yeah. We'll be like, oh, yeah, that place is great. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to go ahead and end this with for mine, for my list. um, And that is, since you've been on the restaurant train, I'm going to give one of my favorite restaurants in the area. Um, Let me preface this by saying, especially as a chubby guy, I am a, I'm an expert in, in, when it comes to food. And I have had the luck that the, the luxury of trying different Japanese steakhouses uh, uh, in different cities different uh you know i I like it you know it's it's kind of an experience sometimes where they'll they'll make a show out of it um and i've certainly been to some places where the show was 
way cooler. Um, I remember I went to this one in um, Dallas, Texas a few years ago, and the place was humongous. Like there, you know, the grills where they cook in front of you. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. There was probably 50 of those in this place. I mean, it was humongous. And like the, the, the group that I was with, I was there for, for work. And so we had a private area and just that little area had four in just that area. So, so we, we, I go into this place and, you know, the, the show was amazing. The, the guy was flipping, uh, I call them pie pans. Have you ever been to one of those places and they, they scrape the meat yes. off, but the, the metal tin looks like a, looks like a pie pan to me. So he's, yep, yep. he had been flipping the knives and stuff. And then he gets that pie pan after he had used it and he is spinning it in the air and then tries to do, do it like down his arm across his back and then down the other arm and then catch it. He oh missed it and it went right by this woman's head and it, it banged up against the wall. <gasps> the whole place went quiet. And uh, thank God it was just a pop hand. <laughs> oh, if, no. I mean, if he'd have done that with a knife or something, would get, that would have been awful. Or yeah. flaming food. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been to some cool places, you know, some I've been to ones and um, I'm not going to call any out, but I've been to some that have been around in some of the cities around. And I've, I've been to, I don't know, a dozen Japanese steakhouses or more. And there's one in particular in little old Gloucester, Virginia. It's a hole. It's in a hole what? in the wall. Uh, little air, you know, uh, I, I say hole in the wall, but it's this little strip mall of other things like a grocery store and other things. It's called Hana Sushi. Oh, okay. they have yes. the best food i've ever had at any japanese steakhouse ever um i yep. i just it, it we I, I, my wife and i went to this five-star uh all-inclusive resort a few years ago down in the caribbean everything was top-notch and amazing and then we also went to you know they had a bunch of different restaurants and one of them was a japanese steakhouse and everybody was talking about how great it was it had it didn't hold a candle to hana sushi um we're just in there like man these folks have just never had good japanese food apparently because it's not that good compared to hana sushi so anyway i don't know what your thought i'm, I'm kind of feel like i'm rambling now but i know i love hana sushi that's a great one they make so i don't know um like as far as like a japanese steakhouse is concerned and how the, how they do the show and and you know all of that it, love all of that but as far as sushi is concerned they make i'm not a huge sushi su- uh, raw sushi fan but they make it's called the e-brother i don't know why it's called the e-brother but that's what it's called it's fried sushi so so good the best the best dish oh now i'm <laughs> I'm mad because there's no way i'm gonna get to have a sushi today <laughs> and now i want i want on a sushi yeah and actually um, I love going in there because the uh, I don't remember what the owner's name is, but he knows everybody in Gloucester. They're very friendly. They come out, you know, even if they're not doing a show, they they come out and talk to the guests like during lunchtime and and all the wait staff is really is just really really friendly. I love it there. Yes, that's a yeah, that's a great one. I, again, I've been to multiple others. I'd love if someone else thinks they have a better one or or they've been to a better one. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to eat there if you think it's better. Um, but you're probably wrong. 
I'm just, I'm just telling you, <laughs> this one is worth the drive. I don't care if you live in another state. If you happen to make it to Virginia, again, it, it yes. really does look like, I don't, I don't want to say a hole in the wall, but like if you're on the outside looking in, it doesn't look that gr- like that flashy, if you will. You know, it's just a yeah. I think it's it's right next to that cigarette store, right? <laughs> for, for now, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who knows what what'll be there uh, next week or whatever? But yeah, right now it's currently by. A, a, there's a cigarette store in that strip mall. There's a movie theater at the like the front part of it. Um, right. I think there's a few other restaurants. I think there's even like a. Is it a food lion? There's some sort of a. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of, a, of a grocery store. But when you see Hana Sushi, I mean, you know, the the windows are covered and, you know. It just... Yeah, you're like, is it open? Uh, yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> but then once you walk in the door, you find out, okay, it, it's definitely open and it's lively. They have a, if you if you don't like hibachi or, you know, the, the grilled food, there's a whole separate section for just the seafood, I mean, the um, the sushi um, they make yeah, it all yeah. right there fresh. And, um, yeah, I, I, I love it. It's very transforming when you walk in there too. Cause it's like, it is, it's very, um, like they've got those really intricate wood, wooden carved trees, like in the, um, the glass cases and everything. It's just very pretty. It's yeah. nice in there. And you wouldn't think that from the outside. It's but, one of those yeah. places no, that's that I'm very thankful one. that they're local because, like I've, I've, you know, you come in c- contact with people, you know, one of my, uh, my best friends, who's also a preacher, uh, is in a small town back where I grew up. And I'm like, man, this guy could move to any city in America and have a church full of thousands and thousands of people. But he just, he serves our, his local community where he grew up and any, you know, there ain't, but so many people in that small community and, and, you yeah, know, and I feel like this is one of those restaurants too. I feel like they could really move to anywhere else and have, you know, become millionaires within, you know, six months yep. um, of owning a restaurant yeah. in a in a big city. But we're just lucky enough for, to have them. So, love that place. That's a really Thanks. good one. My li- my <laughs> list is is good. All right. Well, my last one, and it and. What's great about this one is that we just interviewed them um, last week. We interviewed Wesley Bowen at the office, but the office Woo-hoo. is my last one for a couple reasons. Um, of course, they have great food. He already told us all. Um, definitely check out that episode, um, but they have great food there, and the atmosphere is wonderful. But I will say as a woman, I'm just somebody that's very social. I like to go and um, I like to be out and and do things. And as far as like going to a place where you're not going to be hit on by some creepers, you can sit at the bar and have a beer and just feel comfortable. The office is the place to go for 100%. If you need a place where you don't necessarily have a friend, but you need a friend, the office is a place to be. That's my that's my last pick for good food and good atmosphere and a safe so place. So if you're a woman that wants to be picked up, don't go to the office. Am I, is that No. That's right. <laughs> I mean, maybe you are looking to be picked up or whatever, but I'm just saying like the atmosphere in there, you don't have to worry about you know, so, I, I, I don't know, maybe guys don't have to worry about this, but sometimes if you're a girl that does no problems going into a bar for 
happy hour. There are guys that will prey on girls right. No, like I, that, I know. You know? I'm, I, 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 was, <laughs> I know what you're saying. Like, you, it's a good place. I, I, that is one of my more favorite episodes we've done. If you haven't heard it yet, please go listen to it. And it's it. If I remember correctly, I mean, the whole place. Well, I remember him saying he's the. the it's almost like that show Cheers, where they everyone knows everyone. If you don't, if you don't know anyone, yeah. that won't last long. And um, right, and and they have all kinds of events. It seems like every night they're doing something different, and they're just having fun and eating good food. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So that's my uh, that's my last pick um, for for great places to eat and hang out in in Gloucester. Well, in the tide. There you go. Well, I I like it. Well, we're gonna wrap this thing up. And uh, just say that, All right. you know, I, I appreciate you guys listening again. If you have anything, you know, any favorites you want us to know about um, or if you want to be a guest on our show, uh, we're looking for local businesses, local folks contributing to the community in different ways. Um, we've got some exciting interviews coming up with some some different folks. I, we've got a lady that is um, pretty much runs the YMCA and the Northern Neck. She's going to be coming up. Um, oh, really? Yeah, oh, that's exciting. Yeah, we've got just kind of all kinds of different folks that, you know, obviously we've got businesses lined up, different types of businesses. And, you know, just our goal is if you're listening to this podcast, just to you know, if you didn't know about something, you're going to know about it. And, and in some cases, you're going to be able to get some sort of deal discount or coupon. And I, I'm just, you know, we're we're about to wrap up our first season ever. And I can't wait to, you know, it, it, the, the opportunities are endless um, for, for folks yeah. listening to this. Yeah, that's right. And if Josh and I don't know about it, we want to. So definitely uh, – definitely give us a shout out if there's other show um ideas that people have we'd love to hear them definitely absolutely yeah and and if um we're gonna do this again so if you know of any hidden gems um you know local favorites uh i love when i go to somewhere for the first time um you know my wife and i went to um uh hilton head a few years ago. And I remember one of the locals there and I was like, Hey, you know, what, what do the tourists not know about? Like, where's that cool restaurant or that cool place that we yeah. gotta go check out and before we leave. And, 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 you know, so if you know of one of those places, we want to know about it here in, in the Tidewater area. Um, so we can highlight that. Well, that's it guys. Thank you for listening to behind the scenes in Tidewater. Want to share something with us or be a guest on the show? Send us an email at tidewaterpodcast at gmail.com. Like, share, and subscribe our podcast to help us grow. And listen for more deals, discounts, and wisdom from the best businesses in the Tidewater area.